I'm Anna Lisa. I'm Maggie. And I'm Nicole. And this is Unconditional, the podcast. Welcome to the next episode of Unconditional, the podcast. Happy Pride, everybody. We are going to talk about self-care in the month of June, especially for folks in the LGBTQ community. Um, we're going to touch on um, folks who might be introverted and need a little extra support with setting boundaries and doing self-care this month. Um, I'm going to give a little love to the bi community, talk about self-care there. And um, I... I want to speak to the allies as well, uh, just for a moment before we dig into the, the rest of today's podcast. I want to say thank you to our awesome allies for being you. We need you. We love you. Um, and in case you aren't aware of how Pride started, I'm going to give you the 22nd history lesson. Um, so back in the 60s, 1969, there was a gay bar in New York called the Stonewall Inn. It was raided by police. And people, a lot of people were hurt. Um, and and when when it was raided by the police, um, well, there there was a riot, right? The LGBTQ community decided no more. And uh, the the people who are credited with throwing the first brick, um, it's either Marsha P. Johnson or Sylvia Rivera. Uh, when I was looking it up, um, it wasn't clear. Um, Either way, you know, thank you to those two people. And um, it's interesting, Marsha P. Johnson is a black trans woman. And I think that um, we just, we need to give credit, right? To the, the importance of the, the black community uh, that intersects with the LGBTQ and also the trans community, because uh, that was a brave thing to do. And that ignited a, a whole lot of uh, changes in our country. So, um, so, Thank you, right, to our forefathers and mothers and persons for making, you know, for standing up for themselves and making pride happen for all of us. Who knew through an act of violence we could see uh, uh, an absolution of peace, uh, you know, because what, two months after the Stonewall riots, we had Woodstock and the summer of love and you know in a way it's it's uh it was a, a way to bring people together I think um because that was an audience of people that just wanted to come together they didn't care who you were you know the color of your skin who you loved nobody cared and that that is how we need to be today amen to that <laughs> So today we're gonna focus a little bit on boundaries and you know comfort in the season of pride um, for a, a lot of, of things that I know I've seen like on social media, it's like live out loud, you know, do, um, you know, be yourself. Um, and while we absolutely want people to be themselves, um, there is also the focus on, you know, being yourself in the way that you feel comfortable um, and also the way that you can do so safely. 
So when my clients come to me and they start um, sharing that uh, they might be at a point in their life where they're ready to come out, the first thing that we focus on, well, first of all, we celebrate together because even just sharing it with me, their therapist, is a moment of coming out, right? Um, but then after the celebration, uh, we talk about safety because the truth is for most people, not everyone, but for most people, coming out is a lifelong process, right? Usually um, there's a, a sort of big, there, there's a big moment at the beginning when you come out to the people that are closest to you, that you love, like when you really sort of embrace your authentic self, come out to yourself, right? And then to the people that are closest to you, that's of course a really special and important moment. Um, but then there's a, a series of questions that we continue to ask ourselves throughout our lives. Like, do we want to be out at work, right? Do we want to be out, you know, in, in our church um, or temple, right? Do we, like the, all the different areas of our lives that are important to us, we get to decide how much of our authentic self do we show to the folks around us. And that can cause some mental stress, right? And that's something that is, is worth talking to your therapist about it's worth talking to peers other people who have gone through it before um maybe so older and more experienced folks who've gone through the process before because it's not always easy um but like i said the first thing that we talk about is safety right so the person that you're thinking about coming out to um are they going to honor and respect you are you going to be physically safe Unfortunately, sometimes violence can occur even in the closest of relationships. Um, so being sure that you're physically safe and then also are you gonna be emotionally safe? Is this person gonna uplift you and, and give you the, the support and respect that you deserve? And so we talk about those things um, before getting to the point of you know, announcing it on social media. Although some people will just say, you know, from the very beginning, this is who I am. I like, even like very, very young people, adolescents, like we're never really in the closet. And that's awesome. And that's definitely a, a cultural thing. And it has to do with where you live, right? And and what your family environment is like and what your school environment is like. And, and those are the folks where I'm like just feeling um, oh, what's the word? hopeful about the future of our society. Yes, that really makes my heart sing when it's like you see all the love and support and that like comfort in their community to to come out and, and be proud, right? Um, and, you know, kind of thinking about the, the idea of safety. I know when I'm talking to clients about coming out a lot of the time, it's picking the safe person or place first. Um, so if you're identifying a friend or a family member that you know, um, based off of, you know, previous conversations or like comfort level that they're a safe person to come out to, um, starting there and talking to them first, uh, and then kind of working your way to maybe the more uncomfortable or potentially um, unsafe situations, um, you know, whether it's with you know, family members or um, a job or, or what have you. So that way, if something is to, to kind of happen, you have a safe base, uh, you have support uh, so that um, 
you know, you're not putting yourself in a situation and then feeling like you're alone. Um, it, it's good to have that support up front. You know, it also goes to show how important it is that we kind of surround youngsters with, um, you know, support and affection um, really early on and making, you know, creating that safe space for them and making them feel safe. Um, you know, cause it can really carry on throughout the rest of their life. And for, for them to be so young and to already be so secure in who they are, that's a wonderful thing. Um, especially, you know, because there are some people that wait so long and then, and then they do come out and it's such a relief to them. And, you know, a lot of people have these questions of, you know, did I waste time? Should I have come out sooner? This, that, or the third, which they're all valid questions. But, you know, for, for a young kiddo to, to be secure in who they are and, you know, for, um, you know, I see like young, young boys wanting to wear nail polish and makeup and like, it's like, it's wonderful because to start at, at such a young age of being so sure of yourself and not, you know, too concerned about what other people think like that is a quality you are going to need for the rest of your life. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of mesmerizing that, that, you know, these young kids can, can grasp that, that concept and, and roll with it and roll through the punches with it, especially with bullying in school and, um, you know, acceptance within a religion and, you know, there's countless scenarios there. Um, but to, to kind of go up against that pressure, like good, good on you, brave, brave people out there. <laughs> I'm going to call out the New York, the New York times. Uh, they recently had an article, uh, and that the headline read, um, oh, something about the rise in LGBTQ youth in today's society. And I, my immediate reaction was clearly the same as everybody else's immediate reaction. I didn't even bother commenting because I'm like, it's been said a thousand times already, but everybody got on this post and commented, um, hey, New York Times, it's not a rise in LGBTQ youth. It's a rise in safe homes and schools where LGBTQ youth can be their authentic selves, right? There's, there's no change in the amount of people in this community. It's a change in the amount of people who are out, right? That's a huge difference. So I, I <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Hopefully they'll, you know, New York Times gets it. Hopefully they'll correct that headline. Um, but anyway, so Maggie has kindly let me uh, take over our social media this month. Uh, just let me do a Pride Month social takeover. And um, I'm going to give away one of the um, posts that I prepared because I think it's relevant to this conversation right now. Uh, so according to the Trevor Project, 45% of LGBTQ youth seriously consider attempting suicide. Um, and that was uh, in the past year. So that was in 2021 where they, they got that. And that's, that's pretty consistent. Um, with, with studies from before. And um, the, the single most effective way to prevent uh, your LGBTQ kiddo from wanting to commit suicide is to provide support, right? So, so to let them know that you accept who they are exactly as they are. 
And when you do that, the rates just plummet. The, the rates of, the, of people who contemplate suicide just absolutely plummet when they have a single adult who is supportive in their lives. That's all it takes. Right? So if you know someone whose parents are homophobic, um, you know, you, you can be the person that, that provides that kiddo love and support and potentially saves their life, right? So if you're a coach or a teacher um, or a pastor or a neighbor or whatever. I have to say it's one of the most beautiful moments um, in the counseling room to be that safe space for somebody. Um, and it's like, you know, it, it really brings me great joy. Um, as an ally, um, it, I, I really do appreciate when uh, clients feel comfortable um, expressing to me uh, their, their authentic self um, and see me as a, a safe ally. Um, there's definitely times where uh, because they don't see a reflection of themselves in the people around them, it might be harder to find that comfort. Um, and feel safe saying um, who they are. Um, so it really is, as just to speak for for allies out there, right? Like it's it really is a, a beautiful moment when somebody does say to you, um, you know, hey, I want to share this, you know, this about me and and be my authentic self. I feel safe um, and comfortable to say that to you. So. Um, you know, shout out to people out there who are, are you know, given that to, to somebody. Um, it really is, is a special moment. Feeling anxious, stressed, or overwhelmed? Join local Montgomery County author and animal-assisted therapist Annalisa Smithson for a 21-day journey of compassionate, playful self-discovery. Readers will relish this timely, easy-to-digest pilgrimage of self-love, which Smithson offers through 21 snack-sized chapters that can be easily digested before breakfast. Unconditional Learning to Love Your Authentic Self is available now on Amazon in ebook, paperback, and hardback versions. Get your copy today. Go to AnnaliseSmithson.com for more information or find Unconditional on Amazon. All right, so let's talk about self-care during Pride. Um, and I'll start by saying you don't have to go to the parade or the massive community event if you don't want to. You can celebrate Pride in your own way, in your own home, in your own heart, right? So for the introverts out there who are just absolutely cringing, right, you, don't, you don't have to do this in any one prescribed way. Um, so if you if you're out and you're, you're willing to, to share on social media, you can totally celebrate that way, celebrate virtually. Um, if you're not out, you can celebrate in your own heart and in your own journal or with your therapist, right? Like we, there, there's no one way that you have to do this. Um, or if you have like a small group of friends that are, or your like trusted circle, you know, maybe you can get together and raise a glass of tea or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that you do your tears with um, and, and just enjoy it right there. And I always love to also add to my celebration with some kind of 
um, activism, right? So um, making a gift to the Trevor Project is a, an easy and straightforward way. It's an organization I trust. I know that they're doing really solid work for the LGBTQ community. Um, or if you don't have the finances to make a gift, you can also volunteer, right? So find a, a place to volunteer, even for one of the pride um, festivals or, or, or community events, you know, you can do some behind the scenes work and make that part of your way to, to honor, you know, the, the community this month. Um, does anyone else have any other thoughts about self-care during Pride? It's okay to not go to Pride. Um, I, I do think that sometimes there's like this push of like, okay, like, okay, I, I, I identify and I also want to be there, but crowds freak me out or it doesn't feel safe to go or, you know, COVID is still a thing and it doesn't feel, you know, like, you know, safe uh, from a health perspective to go to Pride. Um, and, and all of those are valid and that's okay. Uh, like Lisa was saying, you know, there are other ways to be involved. There are, I was seeing something on like social media of having your own pride party, right? And that could be a party of one. Um, you know, that's, that's totally fine. Uh, but, you know, you're able to celebrate pride in the way that makes sense for you. And that doesn't have to be going to a pride, you know, festival, parade, uh, that could be sitting in your own house, uh, doing your own thing. Uh, all are, are completely valid and it's really about what makes sense for you and feels the most comfortable um, because you know you want to be able to, to celebrate. And uh, as, a, as an introvert, I know I don't celebrate that well in crowds. And so <laughs> I'm just speaking to my peeps of introverts uh, out there, you don't have to go. Um, if you don't want to or don't feel that it um, it expresses your authentic self. Yeah, and if the, you know, if the month of June rolls around yet again, another year goes by and you're not, you're questioning coming out, but you're not ready, just take your time and go at your own pace and do things your own way. Um, don't feel like pressured that you see, you know, these rainbow logos and flags everywhere that you need to be like, you know, out and fully supporting of the LGBT community in every full possible way. Um, you know, it's it, again, like, like Nicole said, it's different for everybody. Do what makes sense for you, especially when it, when it comes to, you know, finding your safe ally, finding your safe space and, and taking that leap of coming out, because like Lisa said, you'll, you'll continue to, to have to come out in certain situations for the rest of your life. So, um, you know, the, the first cut is the deepest as, as Cheryl Crow would say. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's all about, it's all about pace and just, you know, working at your own. Okay. So, uh, my, my fellow bi friends, um, especially the folks that are in, um, relationships with people of different genders than you. It can be confusing, right? There's a lot of talk, uh, like if you go to buy.org, that's like one of my favorite sites, Zachary Zane is one of my favorite writers, um, right? They talk a lot about bi erasure and um, this like imposter syndrome that people in, in our little slice of the community experience. And, uh, and I totally get it. I'm married to a guy who is straight, who is white, 
who is a police officer, right? So it's very confusing. We had a lot of <laughs> um, stops and starts in the beginning because I, I had to get over some stuff to be okay with that. Um, but it turns out he's a really great ally. And one of the things that makes him such a great ally is he knows his boundaries, right? He, he knows that mm, pride parade is probably not the place for him. And he's fine with that, <laughs> right? Or if he wants to be there, he's not going in uniform. That's for dang sure. Um, <laughs> I wish more police officers would understand that. Not a place for you. Um, but anyway, so one of the ways that we can practice self-care, right, is by, um, well, one of the ways, I'll speak for myself, one of the ways that I practice self-care is by following by.org and Zachary Zane on my social media. So I constantly get this reaffirmation, right, that like bees in the LGBT <laughs> Q letters for a reason. I belong here. It's okay. Um, and, and then they, they write all these wonderful articles about how to be more, um, how to, how to really get the most out of pride. So one of the things that they said was like, get your bi gear, right? Get your, your t-shirt with the flag on it and wear that. And so even if you're holding hands with someone who's a different gender than you, right, you, you won't get the, the side eye or the stink eye quite as much because you're representing yourself. Um, or be willing to go on your own or, or with a friend rather than with your partner. And hopefully your partner um, is, you know, is an understanding ally uh, or an understanding fellow bi person. Um, and, and then there's like going into the places where, where people like specifically put the bi or pan flag up on their little booth or on their, their little, you know, like, um, whatever table if you're I think I'm like picturing a community event um and and so like let yourself be around folks who who really understand and respect your authentic self and if if folks do give you looks or whatever you know like a water off a duck's back right just let it roll not your problem so um, practice your self-care this month if you're going to go to the pride events take a buddy uh wear your sunscreen Keep your mask handy. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Drink some water. <laughs> if you're not going to go to the Pride event, no guilt. It's totally okay. You are allowed to celebrate however you want. And if you do have a therapist like me or Nicole, we welcome you. We encourage you. We would love for you to share your authentic self with us because we will celebrate and love you exactly as you are. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride.